1: Later. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. Happy International Women's Day. I'm a woman. Please, I'm a star. With Flex and Frooms on Cater. Hello, is that Madison Griffiths? Oh, speaking. Do you know who this is? <laughs> it's little Froomy. Little Froomy. How are you going, Galt? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Now, just for everyone listening... On the phone here is a woman called Madison Griffiths, middle name Rose. She is my best friend. I can dox the government name, can't I, Flexi? I thought it was a bit much initially. However, if Madison's comfortable with the doxing, then I've got no choice but to shut it. Well, the doxing is important because your Instagram name is Madison R. Griffiths. Okay, so So we've got got some clues there. It is.
0: My, so my name is actually Mr. Griffiths, if it's just Mr. Griffiths, which mm, I
1: love. I like that oh. a lot. <laughs> That's you know what I need what, to do. Stop going by the just, Lillian is throwing people off. 100%. I, used to, I mean, it's not throwing people off. I want people off my scent. I used to do mm. LP just so they don't know yes. what, what I am. But I say this all to say, Madison, it's International Women's Day. So I thought what better way to celebrate than to call up my best friend and someone who I think is a, um ally. Top chick.
0: It, Top chick. Is to, it, it's an ally to women. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm an international woman. I'm glad to be here. You are so, Madison. Your work
1: is actually quite. Um, it can be heavy at times, so I want to talk about this on the radio show about kind of how you feel about International Women's Day, and then we're going to talk about your book, which is so exciting. You're bringing a your book out. We're going to talk about that on the podcast. But first and foremost, I wanted to ask. A lot of your work, Madison, centres around women's stories and you often bring women in. You're not not the kind of person that will tell another woman's story. You bring the other woman in and work with them in a way that they're comfortable. How important do you think it is to hear women's stories from themselves?
0: I think it's incredibly important. I think it is incredibly important and I'm really glad that you brought that up because that was – essential for so for, for listeners that aren't aware I am the co-producer of a podcast called Tender and it is a podcast that follows what happens once people leave abusive relationships. So it starts from the departure date of leaving an abusive relationship and I started that years ago by tracking my own experience leaving an abusive relationship and then when I partnered up with Broadway who are a brilliant production crew um, we have wanted to broaden that and speak to other women about their experiences and one thing that's so incredibly important is when you're leaving an abusive relationship and and when you start pinpointing abuse to memories and experiences you've been through a lot of the time you're met with a lot of shame and confusion and people disbelieving you so it is really necessary to afford women a space to own their own stories I feel like in a lot of ways it's really cathartic because for a lot of years your voice doesn't matter and then suddenly it does. So yeah, that was incredibly necessary for us and our incredible storyteller for last season, Roya Atmar, felt that that was very necessary for her as well. We did entertain the idea of hiring a voice actor, only if that was something she was comfortable with, if the thought of rehashing her story was too much and she was adamant that this is a really integral part of what tender would look like and i feel the same way
1: that's tender wherever you get your podcasts now madison it is international women's day Mm -hmm. do you think it's important to have a day like this um you know it's a day of like strong representation of women's experience in the media do you think it's like overdone i know we kind of know that a lot of companies bring in the cupcakes on International Women's Day. That the women Mm organise. That the women (laughs) organise, yes. Uh, Make it pink, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Be serious. Otherwise. (laughs) Um, Do you still see it as an important day?
0: I do. I do I, I do think that the yassification of International Women's Day is really funny to me because I think one thing that a lot of people forget is that it's not just about the visibility of women in, in the world. I mean, women are in a lot of ways hyper-visible and in a lot of ways invisible. And actually the theme for this International Women's Day is cracking the code, which I think is really cool. It's about access to inclusive technologies. And that doesn't just involve investing in more progressive education models and encouraging women everywhere to branch out into STEM, so like science, medicine, engineering and tech. It's about looking at how technology should be designed to make it easier to be a woman in a lot of ways. And I think having a day that symbolises both the progress that we've made and also makes space for the fact that we're not there yet, there's still a lot to be done is really exciting, and that is never going to go away. That shouldn't ever go away, in my opinion. But yes, the yassification of IWD is is, is very pertinent, and is something I do have some qualms with myself. Um, but I'll be celebrating. I'll be I'll be cheering.
1: Good on you. Now your book is I. Luckily, Flexi have been across the process of Madison writing her book. She's writing with Ultimo, which is an incredible publisher in Australia. They've published people like um, Alex Sarkis, who is an author that wrote about like a fictional story based on her experience, which I really, really loved. You should read it. And then also there's Diana Reid, who did um, Love, and Virtue. Love and Virtue, another incredible Sydney-based novel, a fiction book, but Madison, yours is nonfiction and it's about agency and choice and women's <clears throat> choice. Can you please give us
0: the uh,
1: cliff notes of your book?
0: Yes, so Tissue is a book that traps My experiencing, uh, my experience terminating a pregnancy, which is an incredibly common experience, but it is an incredibly vilified experience as well. Um, And it started with an article that I wrote for the Guardian a week after I had an abortion because I'm ruthless, and I thought that was the most impertinent time to write while I was still bleeding, metaphorically and literally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Capitalize my queen, Um, literally.
0: Blood was just coming out of me in the metaphorical and literal sense. And I loved that. And I wrote about it. And it was really interesting seeing the way a publication like The Guardian were even conscious about whether or not I wanted my name associated with this piece. For a number of reasons. For the fact that it is a highly contentious topic. um, And that is something I do go into a lot in the book. But also for my safety as well, that for every person that's pro-choice, there's about 10 other pundits that are calling me a murderer, et cetera, et cetera. So then when I went back to the drawing board and thought, how the hell do I make a book out of this? I kind of couldn't stop. There were so many themes. And I remember reading... A review of another book about abortion called Choice Words, which is a compilation of uh, essays and poems and prose that center women's experiences when they discuss abortion. And the reviewer for the New Yorker, I believe, or the, no, for the Los Angeles Review of Books, had said that abortion really, when you look at it blankly, should be one of literature's greatest themes because it tackles life, death, morality, guilt, mm. uh, sin relationships, the future, all of these massive, massive themes. Um, So I applied all of those lenses of abortion into my own experience and then branched out and interviewed a bunch of different women, trans men, non-binary people, people of all sorts that have all encountered the inside of an abortion clinic and all have very interesting ways of getting there and leaving. And just such a massive topic. So I'm really I'm really excited to see what the reception's going to be, and I'm also really excited to see how many feathers that I kind of ruffle in the process as well. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's great, Madison. When is the book coming out? The book is coming out July 5th this year. It is currently available for pre-order, which is very exciting. Um, I'm in my last week of edits, so I'm feeling very ready to see it in the flesh. Which I mean, there's just, it feels like there's so many weird metaphors in when I discuss the book, even referring to it as my little baby. I think it's funny, it might piss a few people off.
1: Now, terminate.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, my little baby's due on July 5th. Um, Wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the fact that in Australia, we can um, more often than not have an easier route accessing abortion than other parts of the world. so, yeah, I'm very, very excited for that.
1: Oh, Madison, we can't wait. We're going to have to get you on when... Um, Literally. ...when you have some interesting feedback from all around the world, because I think this is going to really make waves. The way that you write is very poetic. I think you're going to bring, um, like, it's obviously going to, it's a very well-researched piece and you speak to a lot of experiences, but I think your way of articulating it is quite, um, how do I say, unique. Any um any compliments for us while we're here? Any compliments for you? <laughs> I want to start with this, but we can we end with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shut up! Uh, I mean I, I did spend I've got a week off this week, so I've just been catching up on my flex and frooms um content and I'm just loving the chemistry between you both. It's very exciting. I'm wow. Obsessed with us too. Yes. <laughs> um yes.
1: Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Next time we'll just skip the interview and just go yeah. straight to the good
0: stuff. <laughs> You're yeah, the best. I mean, look, yeah, go straight to the sex. I mean, I feel like half of the book really is just about the fact that I suck. Um, <laughs> yeah. kind of how I got there. <laughs> so I'm all for that.
1: Oh, I love it, Madison. All right, well, I'll speak to you tonight over Facebook Messenger. Miss you already. Bye. <laughs> I miss you. See you later, girlies. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms daily podcast. For more, tune in to cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.